What's up, everybody? What is up? How's everyone doing? You, uh, you're listening to the very first episode of the Are We Sure podcast. The very first. I, uh, I wanted to get this out sooner, but I had a lot going on. Um, I actually got a lot to talk about. I was going to do this throughout the week, but um, after work one of the days this week, but I, uh, I recently realized that I drink too much. So what I'm doing is, is I'm just only drinking on weekends. So Fridays are even more amazing. You know, I get to get off work. I get to drive to the liquor store and pick out my bottle. And uh, that way I just drink on the weekends. And uh, also I, I realized what helps is if I just get one bottle, <laughs> you know, don't buy multiple, you do pretty good. So if, if I run out on, let's say, Saturday, because that's usually when I run out, I just don't drink Sunday because I'm out. There's no need to get another one. It's it's my own personal allowance. And um, that might sound miserable to some of you, but you know what? I, uh, I did it to myself, people. I did it to myself. I, uh, I was drinking a little too much, a little too much happy sauce. Um, I was very happy, but um, I also found out that when I do overconsume, I'm not happy, um, and I'm very, well, let's just say I can be, I can be mean, all right? And, and when I'm mean, I can be really, really mean, so I'm trying not to be, to be mean anymore. Um, not, not that I'm mean daily. Usually, I'm a very happy, nice guy, but a little too much grandpa sauce makes me uh, a little angry. So let's just say I'm monitoring it on my own. Uh, my wife helped at first, but now she kind of realizes I know what I'm doing to, to an extent. You know, um, now for a special occasion, I'll drink. I'll drink more. You know, if 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 guys after work or or if we're, you know, we go on vacation or you know stuff like that. But but uh, to be drinking every day, um, I think the best. It's just ignorant. I, I don't. I don't think anybody should. Um, I thought I had it under control for a long time, and then I, I didn't. Uh, but I do now. I do. We're good. So it's Friday. I got my happy bottle. And uh, I decided to get this thing going so I could have a glass in my hand. I just got home. I uh, let my dogs out. So we're good. They're in the room because they would make way too much noise. Um, and I'll be amazed, amazed if I don't hear them bark throughout this podcast. Um, and we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, I've done a lot. I've done a lot over the past couple weeks, um, and I want to get into that. Um, but first, first, the uh, the meaning of this podcast is nothing. There is no meaning. Um, actually, I got the title, Are We Sure?, because it kind of dates back to um, when I lived at home. So I, I'm originally from Illinois, and I, I live in, in Georgia now, just outside of Atlanta. And when I lived at home, you know, me and my sister, you know, it's, let, let's say – you know, someone does something stupid. Like usually, it was my stepdad or my mom that did something stupid, and you know, we would just look at each other and be like, "Are we sure?" You know, so it's kind of how I got the name of it. Uh, originally, I was gonna do the doghouse, but what I've also learned setting up my podcast is there's a lot of freaking dog lovers out there, and um, your doghouse just wasn't it wasn't available. So, uh, are we sure? Just hit me. I'm sitting at work, uh, sticking to my family. And that just clicked. I was thinking, you know, what are, what are all the best times I've had and, and, and the funniest moments I've had. And the funniest moments I've had have got to be around around Thanksgiving. Anyone around the dinner table, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Easter, whatever whatever bullshit reasons we come up with to get together as a family, that's our best moments. Um, and that's just my immediate family. You you get my, my aunts and my uncles and my cousins. You, you all better look out because it's, it's, it's going to be ridiculous. Every... Every Thanksgiving we get together, any holiday, any time we're sitting around the kitchen table, somehow our topics go into shit stories or, or, or farting stories, just anything disgusting, uh, you know, sexual stories, um, really stuff you probably shouldn't talk about with your family, let alone your parents. But um, I guess just I don't even think it's that we were raised that way for that to be okay as much as me and my sister just didn't give a shit. And that's what we were going to talk about. And uh, I think I think the I think the rest of my family was kind of sucked into going. That's how they are. So um, so that's 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 how this kind of started. Um, a lot of this started because I have found that I I really don't I'm really not into too many things. I mean, everyone's into their TV shows and movies and and whatnot, or some people are into cars. I really didn't have that thing I was into. 
Um, I enjoy playing the guitar. I put it down for a long time. Um, I recently picked it back up, and I, I, I got to tell you, I don't know why I put it down because um, I absolutely love playing that thing. I come home, and I have, you know, a couple hours till the missus gets home, and those hours just fly by. So I'm sitting here playing the guitar. She gets home, and I'm, I'm like mad. I'm like, oh, you're home already? And not that she makes me quit, but, you know, you kind of feel obligated to put it down because I'm kind of obnoxious. Um, so it's, 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 it's been great picking that back up. Um, learning some new songs and some new tricks, and I gotta tell you, I'm pretty sure, I'm not positive, this isn't this isn't online anywhere, but I'm pretty sure, I'm close to the best guitarist there is. So, I'm pretty sure you guys should hear me strum that thing. Um, it sounds like absolute garbage, to be honest with you, but I'm getting there again. So we'll get back to it. I gotta get those calluses back on my fingers, um, and get back to it. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of how this started. Um, and now we'll get into some things I've been doing. I recently, uh, I recently started a birthday, had a birthday. One second. Ah, happy sauce. I recently had a birthday, um, last month and my wife arranged for us to go to Florida. And what she didn't tell me is that my cousins were going to fly in the day before. Um, so that was really cool. Uh, we ended up going to St. Augustine. Uh, my wife knows I'm really, I'm really into old, old stuff. I'm into war and old stuff, and uh, that's kind of a, the best of both worlds over there. I went to this really cool fort. I don't remember the fucking name of it, and I'm not gonna look it up. But it was really, really cool. You walk in there and you just feel like you, it's crazy to think that they were sleeping in these these concrete rooms. And then you go up on the rooftop and you you look out to the ocean and, and to think it was someone's job to just sit out there and, and look for boats and. It was really, really cool. Um, I, 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 I could not believe how cool it was. And we went to this little fort town that it was kind of a tourist trap, um, you know, where the first town stood. It's the oldest town in the, in the United States and whatever. Um, it's kind of a tourist trap, but it was still really, really cool. Um, they taught you how to load a flint gun and shoot it, and it was really cool. You walked the paths. Um, you got to see one of the oldest houses, the, the newspaper press, just you know stuff some people might not be into, but it was it was really cool. I really enjoyed it. Um, so we did that, um, and that, so that was that was last month, and now this past week, which is probably where most of this this podcast is going to go. Last week, I uh, we we went down to New Orleans to see our good friend Brian and meet his wife for the first time. Um, we. We went down there. Well, Brian, Brian, just got married. Um, really, really on a whim. He just texted me one day, say, "Hey, I'm I'm married." Um, and what was weird about that was he just broke up with his girlfriend like a week prior. So uh, <laughs> we were like, "What? What do you mean? You guys got back together and got married?" And he's like, "No, no, no. I I married someone else." So uh, he kind of did it on a whim. So you know, we didn't get a chance to meet her. Um, and I got to tell you, looking at like his social media. And looking at his pictures, we thought this group was going to be one rowdy-ass group, him and his wife, um, and their friends. And looking at them, you would think, those are some rowdy people. And uh, they can get rowdy, um, just like me, uh, like any of us, really. Um, but they're so nice. And, and meeting Brian, and he lives down in New Orleans. Meeting him when we were down there, I was like, you know, I, I, don't, I don't really know this guy. Instantly, within three days of knowing him, he has this way he just makes you feel like you're you're part of his family now like you could tell you could tell with him if this is just someone he knows if it's someone he knows he says hi or if it's someone he really is someone he really feels for he's very very kind funny we have a good time together we we it rained so much in new orleans if you guys have been watching the news it's raining in louisiana it's raining a lot but we we sat on his porch while it rained, the four of us, just telling bullshit story. Most of, they weren't even stories; we were just bullshitting, um, and we couldn't have had a better time. We were dying laughing. I honestly, I wish I had a mic on that whole time because some of that stuff, there's no way to ever repeat it. There's no way it'll be that funny again. Um, but that's all right because we know it was funny. You know, it was it was hilarious. Um, we had a good time. But let's start from the beginning. Uh, we left Wednesday, all right? We get in the car. We leave Wednesday. Uh, I wanted to leave by 5, um, but uh, I have a wife, and that wife really likes to sleep. So 
I kept hitting her, kept wake, kept smacking her, smacking her, smacking her on her ass, on her face. I was like, babe, it's time to wake up. Let's go, let's go, let's go. And she just keeps going, stop. I'm like, no, no, we got to go. Like, All right. Now, I know I can get ready in about 15 minutes to hit the road. We're just going to be driving, and then we're going to get there, and then we're going to consume a lot of alcohol, and we're gonna, we don't need to look good. We don't need to smell good. Um, so I wasn't worried about me. I was worried about her getting her ass up and she didn't so I was like all right so I just laid there so I think it was like 8 30 or 9 let's say it's 8 30 or 9 somewhere somewhere around there because I think we got there at well that doesn't matter because of where the story's going 9 10 11 12, 1, 2. yeah so I'm gonna say we, were, we left around 8 or 8 30 maybe right around there well we hit the road and uh, we, we start driving, and one, one thing about my wife is she likes her sleep, and she and she likes to pee. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure those are her two favorite things to do is sleep and pee. That or she just really does it a lot. So we're driving, and uh, we're like, you know, I'm gonna top off the gas at some point. Um, I have a 250 diesel, gets plenty of gas mileage. I wasn't worried at half a tank. I probably could have got most of the way there. And she's like, hey. Hey, can you hit the next rest stop? I've got to pee. So I told her, all right, well, can you hold it a little longer until we hit the next truck stop? Because I may as well fill up the tank if you have to pee. Let's knock out two birds, you know? She says, okay. We see a rest stop. And I keep driving, and she gives me this puppy dog, but I really have to pee look. But I stuck to my guns and said, no, you're going to wait till we get to a damn truck stop. So we finally find one, and we get off. And uh, I, I top off the tank. We get our food, and she says, "She says, what do we have? Like two hours left?" <laughs> no, no. Try four and a half. She says, "How is that possible? It's only six hours to get there." I was like, "Yeah, we haven't been driving very long, and you already had to pee." So she uh, she makes the road trips last a little longer. But uh, it was raining really, really bad. Mo- most of the trip, it was raining pretty heavy, um, which is fine because the traffic wasn't wasn't very heavy at all. Um, so we stop, get our gas, get our, our road food, and uh, we hit the road again, and we see traffic's kind of building up ahead of us. Now, it probably wouldn't have built up that much in the north, but I live in the south, and as much as, much as I love living in the south, there are some things I don't love. And one of those things is they just they just do not know how to drive down here. I don't know why. I don't know what they're missing. I don't know if they don't do driver's ed. But guys, when I tell you they can't drive, I'm not saying this as a guy from the city of Chicago who knows how to drive being friggin' Mr. Badass over here. I mean, they really cannot drive. There are signs posted when you merge that say keep moving, meaning don't yield, and they just stop. They stop, and they wait, and you got to land your horn, and and then they flick you off because you're the asshole. But I'm not the asshole. You're the asshole. You don't know how to drive. And then another thing down here, they uh, they think the far left lane is the do whatever the fuck you want lane. They just cruise there, and they just they'll do. This is this is the only state I've lived in where people want to go under the speed limit, and that's weird to me. I, I'm where people want to haul balls and get to where the fuck they gotta go because we've all got shit to do. And down here, they just freaking lollygag. They got all fucking day, so. Needless to say, they can't fucking drive in the South. I love you Southern folks, but you've got to know you can't fucking drive. You've got to know it. you got to know it. You're, 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 you're one notch. This, the Southern people are one notch above Asians. That's what I think. Except, except I don't know in driving. In driving, they're one notch above Asians. They're just right there. They don't quite stop in the middle of the intersection, but they wait too long at the yield sign. You know, that's, that's where they're at. It's it's embarrassing, really. I I'm actually embarrassed to drive around with a Georgia license plate on my truck because I feel like when I go to other cities, they're like, "Oh, here's this southern fuck that doesn't know how to drive." And yeah, they're right. They're right. They don't know me. I would assume the same thing. So anyway, we see traffic starting to build up. I got a little off topic there. We see traffic starting to build up, and uh, no big deal. Slow it down a little bit. Stop doing 95, and. Uh, start cruising at like 65 70 well we're coming up we're we're in mississippi about i'm gonna say 10 miles tops 10 miles out from the louisiana border tops tops 
and we come up to this overpass and I had Waze on and Waze was telling me that there's a there's a you know the red in the road meaning you know traffic's traffic's getting a little heavy so I instantly slow down and just about when I start to hit this overpass I see it's you know red dead stop traffic so I know to slow down and, and at this time it is very low visibility it's raining it's raining pretty good um, and another thing about the south is the rain it doesn't rain it it's like these huge raindrops and they're they're relentless it's like it's like you're in a hurricane with the rain down here it's insane how, how hard it rains down here and how, and how big those raindrops are but uh we, we so anyway I see I'm getting up to this overpass and I see you know traffic's pretty much stopped up ahead so I uh, I slow down and then I see right when I get to the top of the overpass I see dead stop traffic just below it but I knew you know if I pull all the way down here and stop someone's gonna hit me so I'm gonna stop I'm gonna stay on top of the overpass that way people see traffic stopped right I mean I I thought that was a smart move so that's what I did and then in the right lane the guy next to me kept going forward so here's kind of the breakdown of what I could see in my rearview mirror there's a guy behind me as I stop who I guess he just thinks I'm another guy that doesn't want to drive so he switches lanes while still doing probably 70 switches lanes to go into the right lane and go around me and doesn't know the traffic at the bottom of the intersection is a dead stop or at the bottom of the overpass is a dead stop so he switches lanes slams on his brakes which causes this green truck behind him to slam his brakes and swerve to the left lane because he kind of cut him off and then hit the brakes so this guy swerves into my lane and hits his brakes well it was too late for the green truck because he hit the guy that went to go around me he hit him and then that guy sideswiped me and then hit the semi in front of the truck in front of me so the guy in between me and the truck didn't get hit he got real lucky and he got the fuck out of there by the way but anyway he got real lucky and then as he sideswiped me that green truck then hit this uh, Acura that was directly behind me creamed her creamed her and then uh, she then creamed me uh, right in my rear end um, now luckily luckily I stayed back far enough um, to where I didn't rear end the guy in front of me um, and if I would have I do think if I would have pulled all the way over that overpass I would I would have definitely hit that guy um, and the, the accident probably would have been a lot worse because um, with the semi in front of him it probably would have been a lot worse so I think me stopping at the top of the overpass was good um, however when we got hit uh, my wife was kind of sitting with like her her leg like up on the seat like her foot on the seat with one leg kind of you know on the floor you know like a comfortable position she had one like her knee sticking up on the seat and I saw we were about to get hit I think I even said oh shit and looked in the rearview mirror and then right when I said that she turned around to look out the back window and right as she turned around we got freaking nailed in her face that's <laughs> it wasn't funny at the time but it's funny now her face just clobbers her knee and she starts crying. She's holding her nose, her mouth. As we stop, I put it in park. I look at her. I was like, are you okay? And she says, yeah, I just I think I swallowed a tooth. And it's not, it's not funny. It's not. But, man, it, I mean, at the time it wasn't funny. But, but looking back at it, it it's, it's funny. I'm sorry. It's funny. All right? And her nose was hurting the whole time. And then the, the next day she's <laughs> sitting here moving her nose back and forth. She's like, why is it clicking? I'm like, yeah, that's probably not normal, you know. But I tell her because, you know, we're on our way to New Orleans to have a good time. And the cops come up. I was like, babe, you do not need to go to the hospital. You're fine. Tell them you don't need to go. So, you know, they ask if we need to go to the hospital. Actually, a few times. Like, three different people asked us. We're like, no, 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 we don't need to go. Um, and we didn't. And, she, you know, she's fine. We have to get a tooth looked at. But she's, she's fine. Her nose is fine. Um, so we're good. But I got out to assess the damage. And it's a company truck, guys. And uh, it's brand new. It's brand new. Um, I think I've had it for two months. And uh, brand new F-250. Uh get out and it's the whole left bumpers just it it's gone um it's inches from my back tire so luckily i was still able to drive um the side being swiped i'm it's it's it doesn't look pretty but in looking at that the uh the car that got hit and hit me that poor girl i think she was about 18 years old and uh her car her car's completely gone it's it's it was an accordion she was balling in the seat every airbag in that car went off uh, it was it was nasty um 
So luckily, luckily, no one got too hurt. Um, I mean, I don't know how critical her injuries were, but her insurance company did call me on yesterday. They called me yesterday, and I do know that she filed a claim. So obviously, you know, she's all right. So that's good. Um, so luckily, it didn't get as bad as it could have been, but it wasn't pretty. Um, and because of that, I had to call my boss and uh, let him know what happened. Obviously, go up the chain, go to HR, and then HR tells me, you know, you need to go, you need to go uh, get your drug test and your um, breath alcohol. And you know, I'm mad because I know I don't do drugs, and I know I didn't drink before the accident. So why do I have to go? This is stupid. Why do I have to go? But I get it. I get it. Okay, someone files a claim. They could say I was drinking. You know, they need to be safe. I get it. It just, we just got in the accident. My neck's killing me. I'm stressed out. You know, after that, you got, you're, 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 you're just, you're strong. You're high strong after that. Um, you know, it's just, it, you just want to just stop driving and you just want to sit down. So right away, I'm like, all right, well, we're going to be in New Orleans soon. Brian's going to have a beer waiting for me. Which, which, by the way, he did not. We had to walk to the fucking store. Good job, Brian. You knew I was coming, yet you didn't have at least one fucking beer for me when I got there. Anyway. So I call her and she says, hey, I was like, you know, do you need me to do this right the fuck now in Mississippi or can I wait to get to New Orleans? She says, well, how far are you? I said, about an hour away. So she says, all right, go ahead and, and just go to the one in New Orleans. So now I've got to go to New Orleans, middle of the city, got to find a parking spot. And I've got to get out. And the first thing I have to do while I'm on my vacation is take a drug test. Nothing could be more aggravating, but I get it. So we do that. We go in there. We find it. We park. We actually got pretty lucky with our parking spot, but we get in there, take my drug test, and then I had to do the uh, <laughs> the breath alcohol. And for some reason, I thought it would be a really good idea to, to have a little fun with this. You know, that's just what I do. And the, I blow in there, and it reads triple zeros. I go, "Is that good?" She goes, "Yeah, yeah, that's perfect." I said, "Man, that that penny under the tongue trick really." That really, really does the trick. And uh, she goes, boy. She's big. This is big, big black woman. Big, you know, you can just tell she loves everybody. That big black woman that loves everybody. You know what I'm talking about. You've all met her. And she goes, boy. I was like, I'm just kidding. There's nothing under my tongue. And she's like, don't you make me check. I was like, I promise, nothing under my tongue. I ain't been drinking. So we got to chuckle. She let me go. Uh, so we're all good. So we finally get to Brian's. And I'm like, hey, yeah, where's your beer? Hey, no beer, you know. And, oh, mind you, this is the third time visiting Brian and the third house he's lived in. So every time we go there, he's in a new place. So I, exa- I, I know um, I know that area pretty good, CTC, Ninth Ward. Um, I know it pretty well now with I, – I don't really know the street names. I know a couple. I know, like, oh, there's a bike on this corner – a little ghost bike thing that they do down there. They like take the bike, they paint it white, and that's like the the bike for the the kids that have you know been killed, the ghosts. And uh, it's funny because no one fucks with it. Like people down there just know, no, you don't you don't fuck with the ghost bikes. Um, which is that's another thing you gotta love about New Orleans. Um, so I kind of know you know landmarks of where I gotta turn. There's a few main street. I know roughly the area, but you still gotta find his street and find his house number and blah blah. blah find parking. Um, so this is the third, third, third fucking place he's lived in. So in the three times he visited him, he's in three different places and he's married. So, and he's always got some other news, you know, he's always got some news. Um, not everything I'll talk about on here, but he's always got some fucking news, <laughs> which is great. It's great. It's just like, Jesus, man, you've got a full life going on here. Um, he's fantastic. He, uh, we get on there and just have a good time. Which is all we want to do is go down there and have a good time. We, we, we could do nothing, and we're having a good time. Um, we do have to go to St. Rock Coffee, because Nikki loves St. Rock Coffee. Uh, if you're ever in New Orleans, definitely go to St. Rock Coffee. It's delicious. If they have the uh, jalapeno cream cheese, is that it, or habanero cream cheese? Oh, I'm going to get in trouble for this one. Either way, they didn't have it when we were down there. We were a little upset. Um, but they always have like a really good cream cheese that they make there. Uh, this last one we had was uh, spinach and basil cream cheese, or was it just spinach cream cheese? I don't know. I don't fucking know. But it was still really good. But it's still not that. I think it's habanero cream cheese. I'm going to go with habanero. I'm going to stick by that. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Um, but it was re- it's really, really good. So if you were down there, definitely stop in there and get a bagel and, uh, um, and that cream cheese. Uh, and the coffee's good, too. Um, 
I didn't. I think I only got a coffee one. Did I even get a coffee? I don't know. They have this fresh squeezed juice in that cooler, and every time I go in there, I think I want coffee, and then I'm like, oh wait, I want something cold, and then I get their their fresh squeezed juices, which are really 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 fucking good. Um, so we did that, and then they have this restaurant uh, called Cheesy Cajun, which we only hit up once, thankfully, because last time I think we went there like three fucking times, and it's you know it's six thousand calories on a plate. It's it's fried cheese. It just in multiple different ways. What kind of cheese do you want on there? There's a million cheeses. Um, I always get the tater tots with uh, the cheese on it, which is fantastic, and I get the frog legs. Um, now, recently, we we don't we don't like to eat shitty anymore. We we're trying, you know, starting to eat really well. Not starting. We've been doing it for a while, but we're really cracking down now because I saw some pictures of me <laughs> on my birthday that. Uh, I wasn't too pleased with how I looked. So, you know, I'm eating a little better. Again, I've done this before. I'm doing it again. Um, cutting on the drinking definitely helps. I mean, I'm, you're talking about shit. Let's say, I, let's say I was drinking about 12 Coors Lights a day. Um, oh, that's another thing we'll get into after this. I don't mean to skip subject. We're getting into some beer snobs here. All right. But we'll get into that in a little bit. But I, I, look, I'm going to say on average, maybe that's high. On average, I had at least eight Coors Lights a day, eight Coors Lights after work, and that would make me go to sleep, that would make me tired and go to sleep, I have a really, really tough time going to sleep if I haven't been drinking, um, a really tough time, I just sit there and think about work, I think about what I have to do in the morning, next thing you know it's 3am and I gotta be up at 5.30, and it's, it's, I have a tough time with it, um, it's getting a little better now, I think I'm falling asleep around like 1 now, um, so it's getting a little better, um, but, um, so, so let's say, okay, so let's say eight beers on average, that's, I don't know how many calories are in a damn beer. I really have no idea. Let's, it's Coors Light, let's say 150. I don't know if it's high or low. I, I have no idea. So whatever. We'll say, we'll say 1,200 calories on average a, a night. So you're saying, I'm, I'm drinking 1,200 wasted calories a night. Wasted. I mean, it's just a liquid waste. Not to mention the amount of carbs I'm, I, I was taking in. So you're talking I only now. And now I'm, I'm not even really drinking too much beer. Um, I get a bottle of whiskey, and uh, I have that Friday and Saturday. I don't think the bottle ever makes it to Sunday. It might have last week. It did. It did because I actually just poured the last of it. So I did have a little bit left over last Sunday. But this bottle with the week I've had, it's it's it'll be lucky to make it to Saturday. Um, I'm on my first one, though, people, so we're good. I'm on my first one. But anyway, so I'm saving the 1,200 wasted calories a day not and carry that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You know, that's 1, 2, 3, 4, 2, 4, 6, 8, 4,800 calories. 4,800 calories. Right there. Wasted. Fucking wasted. I could have ate six large fucking pizzas from Domino's. Instead, I had to sit there and, and, and be booze bag Bobby, you know? So, um... I'm not, I'm not doing that anymore, and, and I feel better, and I got the treadmill in my little room here, um, my treadmill faces the TV, I come home, and you know, the first, you can't, you can't wait, you can't, you can't watch TV, and then maybe work out, you've got to open up the door, take your shoes off, change your clothes, and you've got to run right away, right away, and I always do an hour, um, and I've been trying to get my mile down, uh, actually just last week, I got my mile down to, Ugh, crap, below seven minutes? Or a se I got a seven-minute mile. Now, I know that's not really good. I know there's people out there that do it in like three and a half. But it's good for me. I mean, you're talking a guy who smoked a pack of cigarettes on a, on a, on a good day. I mean, I would go through two packs if I was drinking. If I'm drinking eight beers, I'm also smoking 12 cigarettes with those eight beers. You know, I'm drink I'm, you know on average, I'm smoking a cigarette and a half per beer. So... I was also doing that, which I haven't smoked in, well, I did, I did smoke on vacation, but I, the day we headed home, I stopped, that was it, so, um, pretty, I guess pretty much what I'm doing is if I drink beer, I smoke cigarettes, so if I avoid beer, because I don't smoke cigarettes with my whiskey, that is kind of weird, so I guess that's what I'm doing, so if I avoid beer, I also avoid cigarettes, and I run on the treadmill, so it's, it's a really, it's a good way to change your life, I guess, a little bit, um, and I'm doing good. I'm doing real good. I'm running solid. I got this treadmill on Craigslist for $70. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's a little older. 
But I mean, there's nothing wrong with the damn thing. It, it runs fantastic. I had to tighten the mat up right away. At first, I was pissed off because I thought I got a bad treadmill because the mat kept slipping. And then I was talking to some guy at work who has a treadmill. He's like, no, you got to tighten it. There's two screws on the left and on the right and the back, and you just turn them. And, uh, yeah, that worked like a charm. Thing's awesome now. So <clears throat> I'm doing good at that. It, I think what also helps is I have the TV to watch. Not that you really pay attention to it, but it's nice to just kind of stare at something while you run, I guess. Um, but I was kind of setting these these goals for me um, on the tread. My own personal goals. Like, hey, I'm going to do this mile in under – or even like a half – I'm going to run this half mile in under two minutes, or, you know, under two and a half minutes, um, which that's actually really easy. Um the hard part is the next half mile because then you're just drained. So I'm working on that now. But, um, yeah, I'm jumping all over the place. Anyway, um, so, yeah, that was pretty much it for New Orleans. Um, cheesy Cajun, St. Rock. You know, obviously we walked the strip a little bit, went into the Tayo, um, got some. Oh, oh, here's some news. So my dog Simba, he has epilepsy. He's an epileptic dog. And, uh. We went in there, and Brian knew, and he's like, what we should get is these C CBD, these cannabis treats. I was like, that's legal. He's like, yeah. So we went in there to buy a bag, and it was like $40 for pretty much like nine treats. I mean, it's really, really expensive. So we're like, well, we don't know. And they're proven to help dogs with epilepsy not have seizures and to kind of chill them out. Because um, I guess epilepsy in dogs, it's not like the same as humans from what I've read. It has to do with like their excitement level. So when they're really, really excited, then they have a seizure, which at first we thought was perfect for Simba because it was always when he was just excited. But the other day he had one in the middle of his sleep. He woke up and had one. So unless he was having, you know, a wet dog dream, I don't think I don't think that's the case. But but we tried them out. I don't know how they worked. I wasn't here when she gave them to him. But anyway, they just gave them to us for free. They gave us a bunch of free samples. They said, you know, don't 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 spend the 40, you know, see if it works first. Um, so people at the Tayo are great. Um, anyone that really works with the the Via Lobos rescue that we've met, um, they're just incredible. So, I mean, they're incredible. There's, there's, I think my favorite thing about New Orleans is just how non judgmental those people are. There's no judgment there. They don't, I mean, you go outside in a tutu and some stockings with no shirt on as a man, and they're just like, yeah, it's New Orleans. It's, it's awesome. It's great. There's, in, the areas they consider like the bad areas like yeah you can see where they're kind of shady but even like the people are nice they say hi they're they're, they're good people um they just kind of you know they don't they don't have all the money in the world their houses are destroyed and but but they're it's it's like a i don't know it's a different community down there than 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 most of these major cities um which my topic today was going to be not so much on our accident in New Orleans as it was on, on friendship and family, but I don't know if I'm going to get there. Um, I mean, a little bit, I guess. I got there with Brian a little bit, but Brian um, and his wife Carly, they're, they obviously, they let, they let, they let us stay there, um, and the rule was I buy beer, which you guys would think that's a better deal, right? <laughs> Most people would be like, yeah, not a big deal. Just supply some beer. Um, here's the problem. Uh, the problem is, me and Brian can down two cases, like, before dinner. So, <laughs> uh, luckily, luckily, Brian's a big PBR fan, um, and that stuff's a lot cheaper than, than, than even Coors Light. So, but yeah, it was, it was, it was like, t uh, two, two cases a day was average, and then he'd still pick up, like, a six of 18 ounces or, or 16 ounces, um, and we'd still down those, two. Um, so it was a lot of drinking guys. It was a lot of drinking in new Orleans, which I gotta be honest is the exact fucking reason I went down there. So I went down there to drink with someone that can hang and that's Brian. And not only can he hang, I'm pretty sure he's better at it than me. So, which is good and not good because I try to compete and then end up hurting like hell in the morning, just hurting. It's, ba it's bad when you wake up, just wake up, you just do that morning stretch, and the first thing you do is go to the kitchen and grab another beer because you know if you don't, you're going to feel like shit the rest of the day. So that's what I did. Um, but it was a fantastic trip. I loved every minute of it. Now, um, let's let's leave New Orleans. We left right as the weather was getting really bad there. So we were a little nervous about the drive. Um, 
as soon as we leave, I can't even see out my windshield. For some reason, the new Fords, I, I don't, I don't know. The windshield wipers do not go fast enough. That's all I'm saying. They don't fucking go fast enough. But anyway, we're leaving and it's just shit. And I'm looking on this weather app. I'm like, I think we're gonna have clear weather, you know, once we get on the 10 and go east for a little bit. And we do, and we get super lucky because it it rained for maybe two minutes in the middle of the entire drive. So it rained till we got to the 10. So I'm gonna say it rained for about the first 35 minutes, and then it only rained after that for two minutes on the rest of the six and a half hour drive so we got really lucky because the weather the map was just red everywhere so we got lucky um we got home uh we got home sunday night yeah sunday night we got home sunday night uh around 10 p.m i believe uh because it, you know you like to leave early but it is so fucking hard to leave that place you wake up and you're like eh. oh oh i missed a whole thing this is another reason we didn't leave early. Let's get in. Let's get into this. Let's get into this right now. All right, we'll get back to, to, to Sunday. So the second time we went to visit Brian, we were supposed to leave. I don't remember what day, but we were supposed to leave that day. We wake up and Brian's phone is smashed. And I don't know if he remembers how we smashed it or not, but it, it, it was smashed. So we ran around all day to get his phone fixed. Like all fucking day. We went to this mall, put on a waiting list. I was like, hey, why don't you just go to uh, you break I fix? So we did that. But it took all day. So did we leave that night? I don't know. That was forever ago. I don't know if we left that night or not. So let's 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 just go back to Sunday. So the first time we were supposed to leave, we didn't because it was phone. Now it's Sunday. Actually, fuck Sunday. I am all over the place. Let's go to was it Saturday? Yeah, Saturday. Saturday we wake up. Brian and Carly. Well, Brian went to work. He was at work before I woke up. And Carly's like, oh, I gotta go pick up this U-Haul. Now, Brian and Carly, because they're in New Orleans, they ride their bikes everywhere. They ride their bikes everywhere. So they don't they don't need a car. I mean, it's New Orleans. You, you don't need a car. They ride their bikes everywhere. So I was like, well, all right, let me drive you. So we wait for Brian to get off work, and we go and pick up this U-Haul. And then she's like, you know, meet us at the storage unit. So we pick up this U-Haul to go to her storage unit, which we thought, like, hey, you know, she'll have a couple things, you know. Well... No, no, she had a good amount of stuff in this, in this damn storage unit. Um, so we helped unload, you know, it took, I don't know, I think two hours is a little high, maybe a little less. I don't know, we also weren't moving that fast because I'm a hungover mess. Brian's a joker. He's just fucking off the whole time. But I mean, we loaded it pretty good. I, you know, I don't think it'd be, I don't even think it was much more than an hour, hour and a half. So apparently that, that was enough work for Brian for the day because he, uh, He's like, we're just, you know, we have this truck till for 24 hours, so we'll just leave it parked, and we're not going to unload this bitch today, which was good because I was not feeling it. So Saturday, I decided not to drink too much. So Sunday, I'm not a complete mess, and I was, I was all right. Um, but we wake, so we we all wake up. Brian, uh, did Brian? Yeah, Brian worked. He always works. He's always home before I even like really get up. And uh, we go to St. Rock. We get our coffee. No, we didn't go to St. Rock. I'm sorry. We went to this little place to get, um, uh, in the French Quarter, to get croissants. Croissants. Um, which I didn't get a croissant, all right? Because I'm fat. I got a, a cream cheese little pastry thing. It has a name, but I can't think of it. Little, you know, pastries with fucking cream cheese. Cheese, cheese. Well, you know. You know. A cheese thingy. So, I got one of those. Um, and then we go back to the house. I'm like, you know, we have to unload this truck. Because it's due back by 2, and I think at this time it's 10. Now, like I said, Sunday was a bad, bad rain day. So we're sitting here unloading what we can before it rains. And then it starts to downpour, so we stop. We just stop. We're like, well, let's wait a few minutes. And it worked. I'm like five minutes later, the rain stopped for a little bit. So we start unloading again. And actually, we unloaded it pretty fast. Like, really, really fast, actually. But poor Brian. <laughs> Oh, uh, he goes, you know, he walks, and he's like, oh, it looks like a... Actually, when he got off work, we unloaded a little bit. Actually, we didn't. Carly did. She unloaded a little bit and, like, put it in their kitchen. And uh, Brian, when he comes home, he kind of enters the kitchen. And he opens the door, and he goes, oh, sorry, wrong house, and shuts the door just because it's a mess. You know, it's just a mess. He doesn't want to be in there. There's so much shit they had. She had. Um, but so we ended up helping do that before we left, which is another reason it's just hard to leave there. And I couldn't. there was no way I could leave that. There's no way I could leave that truck knowing it was loaded and leave and be like, yeah, they got it. Because, you know, there's other reasons that I didn't want them to do it. 
but you know, I, besides the fact that I just didn't want them to do it, it's just it's rude, you know. So I wanted to help, and I wanted to help them out. So I'm glad I did. I'm glad we both helped them out. I wish, I really wish we could have stayed an extra day. Um, I really do because we have moved quite a bit, and we're really good with moving and getting stuff unpacked. And um, I wish, I wish we could have stayed that extra day just to help them get it cleaned up a little bit. Man, she had this awesome church pew. I'm telling you, this thing is fucking awesome. It's like old and you know church pewy, <laughs> but it's it's got like a high back end. It was just awesome, really really cool. But uh, yeah, I'm kind of yeah, I'm kind of sad we didn't stay that extra day because it would have been. I know we could have helped him get that shit in order, you know. But um, but we did what we could before we had to leave. I had to be back to work on Monday. I already got home late Sunday. We got home at ten, and not only did we be home at ten, I had no clean clothes, so I had to start laundry right away. Um, needless to say, I got to work late Monday, but it is what it is. I had a lot to do. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it wasn't the end of the world. It's just I had a lot to do. So that's that's kind of how Monday went. Um, but anyway, um, went to work Monday, and then a crew, you know, we do a lot of travel. Um, my crew had to go to Asheville, North Carolina on Tuesday, um, which I felt the need to be there because it's a – I, I, well, I just I didn't trust them to do it on their own so I went with them so not only did we get home Sunday I then traveled Tuesday and then I didn't get home until yesterday so here it is Friday guys um, and this is really my first because yesterday was hectic too I, you know after you get home from travel you just want to lay down you just want to sleep which is kind of exactly what I did yesterday um, but today I'm home I get to relax I've got I've got a drink I've got TV shows to catch up on later, um, so it'll be it'll be good. But um, what I want I wanted to go into to beer snobs, like I said earlier. Um, what are we at here? Forty two minutes. All right, I want to go into beer snobs real quick, guys. Um, so there's there's not there's not much that drives me nuts. Okay, there really isn't that much. But things that do are beer snobs, and hipsters. All right, it, not even all hipsters. All right, Let, let's let's. I can I can bring this down to the T, beer snobs and man buns. All right, if I'm sorry, I'm sorry if you have one. All right, <laughs> I'm sorry, but uh, there's something. Oh God, and you know why too? I think because they go hand in hand. They really every guy that has a man bun is definitely a beer snob. They go together. They really fucking go together. Um, I, I'm sitting at the this Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, in, in Asheville, and this guy comes in, and I'm minding my own fucking business, and I'm eating some chicken wings, um, and uh, he sits down and orders his beer, whatever, he orders something I never heard of, because you'll know why in a minute, the girl comes up to me, and she goes, well, what would you like to drink, I said, I will just, I will just have a Coors Light, and she says, oh, you mean water, and the guy to my right says, I wouldn't even justify that calling it water. More like Michelob Ultra. And then they laugh together, guys. They laugh. And I look at them with such disgust that she goes, I'm sorry, we're just kidding. And I looked at them and I said, I know, but I've heard this one before. And they both start laughing. I was like, yeah, I've heard this one before. And the guy to my right, he's wearing like this hipster artsy fucking thinks he lives in France hat, you know, those fucking things. And he says, he's, he says, we're just playing, man. Relax. I said, no, man. I was like, I'm, I'm relaxed. It's just, you know, not all of us live in our parents' basement. Okay. So we, you know, some of us drink Michelob or drink Coors Light because that's our everyday beer. I was like, don't get me wrong, buddy. Don't get me wrong. I said, listen, I enjoy a good IPA from time to time I do I do but my everyday beer is a Coors Light okay because that's I, that's what I'm gonna drink if I'm if I'm if I'm doing yard work I'm cutting the grass I'm weed whacking I'm not drinking some hoppy fucking bitter bullshit when I'm trying to you know have a refreshing cold drink I'm gonna drink a Coors Light and you know what if it is a Michelob Ultra fuck you I'm gonna drink a Michelob Ultra like what whose fucking business it's, it's none of your fucking business when I'm drinking. I don't sit there and... Listen, listen. This guy was a fat fuck, okay? I didn't sit there when he ordered 
his fucking 37 wings inside of fries with a side of mayo. I didn't sit there and go, oh, you mean 100% lard? No, because that would have been rude. But they can sit there and talk their little beer snob bullshit with each other. And I don't know what it is with these fucking beer snobs that think they're just the fucking shit. They just think they are the coolest motherfuckers in the world. Are we sure? Are we fucking sure you're that cool? Are we sure? This brings me to my first are we sure right here. Are we sure you are that cool because you like a, a beer that no one's heard of but yet everyone's heard of it because the market's fucking flooded with this bullshit hipster fucking IPA bullshit. It pisses me the fuck off. I, I don't I don't I don't understand. They form like this fucking this group, this cult of Oh, it's not IPA. Oh, you fucking fucking queer. Oh, it's not IPA. Guys, it's dry. It, 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 it just fucking drives me nuts. Like I said, this guy was wearing this artsy-fartsy hat, right? And he's got these, these fucking ears pierced with these little hoops in it. Just scream fucking hipster, daddy didn't love me. That's that's what this fucking screamed, guys. And I was like, no, you know what it is. And again, he's wearing a hat, people. He's wearing a hat. So you know what it is? Is it's not, I get it that you guys like your IPA. I get it. But... But can you guys just drink your IPA and then I just drink my Coors Light? I was like, I just don't get it. All all you IPA lovers in your fucking man buns, you guys think you're the shit. Right as I said that, this guy takes his hat off. What do you think's under that hat? What do you think? A fucking man bun. A fucking man bun, people. I didn't even know we had one. I didn't even know. That's just how they go hand in hand. Every fucking beer snob has a fucking man bun. And I am sorry with this man bun craze. I know there's girls that love it. And there's men that love it. And you know what? There's guys out there that they've got the hair for it. But there's a lot of man buns out there that do not have the hair for it. And they don't know what the fuck. that They are just doing it because they saw it in a magazine and they think that's what's cool. And that's fucking aggravating. It's so aggravating. You do not. Why do you have to look like everyone else to be cool? That doesn't even make any fucking sense. Be yourself. Fucking stupid. I'm not going to sit there and look. Do you know what I would look like with a man bun? Yes, it wouldn't be pretty, okay? It, it wouldn't be fucking pretty. I know it wouldn't. I know it wouldn't be pretty. So that's why I don't fucking try to have one. The amount of men out there getting one that have no right. <laughs> no right. They think that it's going to make them go from a five to an eight. And guys, it ain't going to work. In my opinion, you're going from a five to a fucking four. You're going to a four because you're trying to fit in. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable how handles handles go. I just can't. I can't. I could talk about this all day. I don't understand this this beer snob hipster man bun bullshit. And I know what that's not even fair to say hipster because a lot of hipsters drink PBR, you know. And I used to make I I used to make fun of PBR drinkers because I felt they were doing it just because they thought it was cool. Until I had my very first PBR with Mister Brian Sandona, and uh, and not bad, you know. I drink them with them. They're not bad at all. I get it, and they're cheap. And I, you know, I get it. I get it now. Now I get PBR. PBR to me is like the, the poor hipsters beer, right? Because like the rich hipsters have man buns in fucking IPAs, right? But I told that guy, you know, I don't live in our parents' basement. And he's like, uh, yeah, I've worked in the craft beer industry for 11 years. So I know what I'm talking about. Are we sure you do? Are we sure? Or do you just make your own beer in your parents' basement? Because that's what I'm guessing you do. That's 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 what I'm guessing you do. You make you make beer. You make like a fucking little gallon jug in your mom and your daddy's basement, and then while you're drinking it, you cry to them about why you can't get a job and how life is so hard for you. That's that's what I think you do. That's that's what people that are into craft beer, and that that pat you're that passionate about a man bun, people. People, are we serious? Come on, it's a hairstyle. It's a fucking hairstyle. It's a hairstyle. That's why it's not, it's not, it's not the man bun that drives me nuts. It's the people that think they have got to have that. It's a hairstyle, people. It's a hairstyle. It's like beards, right? Again, this makes me sound like a sourpuss because I can't grow. Well, I can. I look like a molester, so I don't. But it turned out how this is all unfolded now is you are not a man unless you have a beard and the hairstyle your grandma has. That's what makes you a man. How does that make fucking sense? Oh, you don't have a granny hairstyle? You're not a man. You're not a man. You don't have a granny hairstyle. And you don't have a beard. 
What if, if you have one or the other? Are you are you like half a man? Like if I have, so if I do, if I get a man bun and don't have a beard, am I like half a man? But if I get, and then if I only have a beard and no man bun, am I half a man? See, this is the these are the questions. These are the questions we have to ask ourselves every day, people. Are you a man? Are you a man? Now, if you're a woman with a man bun, is it still a man bun? No, no, it's a fucking. Do you, do girls even come up with names for hairstyles? I feel like women don't have to do that. I feel like women are like, oh, this is. Well, no, no, they do because I've heard like Bob. Is that like a Bob? I don't, I don't fucking know. But either way, all right, we're off topic here. Either way, beer snobs, man buns, they fucking go together, hands down. I'm sorry, they do. All right. Um. I uh. I guess I can wrap this up. I plan on uh, doing this probably every Friday. Um. I, I don't know who's going to listen, uh, to be fair. I don't care. This actually, I, I don't care because it's like therapy for myself, so I'm fine with it. Uh, don't listen at all. I don't care. Um, I had more to talk about, but we'll, um, I'll extend that to next week. Um, but anyway, guys, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Um, I do have an email set up for this. I don't know who's going to email me because most of you know me that are listening to this. Um, but... If you'd like to tell me a story or something you want me to put on here, um, I'll do that too. Uh, my email for this is are we sure podcast, all spelled out, are we sure podcast at gmail.com. Um, any stories you have, whatever, if you want me to read them, if you don't want me to read them, whatever. Um, if you want to cuss me out for making fun of your man bun, or if you want to yell at me because your IPA is better than my Coors Light, that's fine. I'll read it, I'll then chuckle, and then I'll delete it. So want to do that that's fine too um thanks people and i will be back friday speak to you all again thank you so much love you